0: what's up everybody welcome back to the dad the man podcast my name is brendan wall and i am your host and i want to thank you so much for tuning in today i know you could spend your time doing literally anything else but you've chosen to tune in to listen to this episode and my goal is to give you the best return on your time as i possibly can so today what we have is we have one of our full-length interviews and i'm really excited to release this episode today so Today's guest is none other than the Drew Camp. So Drew is a dad of three. He's a combat veteran, and he's the founder of the Epic Dad Company, or TEDCO for short. So TEDCO is a supplement company that has a mission of changing the culture by creating more epic dads. Founded in 2021, TEDCO creates 100% natural supplements that help dads become better athletes, leaders, and providers. Tedco believes that the best way to change the culture is to change yourself first. Drew also runs the Epic Dad Legacy podcast, which I've actually been a guest on. There's a link to that episode in the show notes. Drew's podcast is it's really great. He does a really good job and has really great guests as well. And if you enjoy what we're doing here at Dad the Man, you'll probably enjoy what Drew is up to with the Epic Dad Legacy podcast as well. So definitely check him out. So Drew has become not just a buddy of mine, but also a real source of inspiration for me. Watching him run his business from his home with his family. His kids are always out in the garage with him, whether he's doing his workouts or packing boxes for the business. It's something that I think a lot about, and I have so much respect for what Drew is doing, and he's a guy that I can genuinely say I'm rooting for. He's been a big supporter of us here at Dad the Man and our show and our podcast and, and me personally, and I'm really excited to get to amplify his message and what he's doing with Tedco here on the podcast. So his company, Tedco, like I mentioned, they they create supplements for dads. They're actually relaunching their flagship product this Friday. It's a very clean pre-workout. It's got creatine in it, it's got BCAAs in it. It, it does has no sugar or artificial sweeteners or anything like that in it. It is legit. It's all natural. Um, that's not something that I would put out there if I didn't believe that it was really a phenomenal product. I've used it myself. I have no association with the business. I have no, um, affiliate link or anything like that. I don't get a kickback. I'm just telling you, this is, I think it's a really great product. If you are in the market looking for a pre-workout, then look no further. Like I said, it's dropping on Friday. So check it out. But Drew's a great dude. I'm so excited to get to share this conversation with him. It was an honor to host him on the show. So here's my conversation with the Drew Camp. Hi, fellas. Here we are back again. With us today is the one and only Drew Camp. He is the founder of the Epic Dad Company. They make some pretty amazing supplements for busy dads. Drew, welcome to the podcast, man. Brendan, thank you for having me on, brother. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm super excited to get to have you on. I know I, I was on your show not too long ago. It looks like you've upgraded your studio setup since the last yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. I think up. I was,
1: I was in the basement. Um, it was banished to the basement, uh, unfinished and, uh, it got a little chilly down there during the winter. Um, so I kicked my kids out of their toy room, uh, and took it over and made it my office, um, and got a microphone and, and headphones. And so a little bit more professional now, but don't worry. My, my kids are fine. Uh, they've got the entire <laughs> basement uh, now, and, and so we've set up a swing down there and just toys everywhere. So it's it's a, it's a good setup. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like a good trade maybe for them. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basement. more room now. So, But it's funny, this office, I've got like the black you know, paint behind me, but it, like I said, it was their toy room. Mm-hmm. And so there was a giant rainbow like directly behind me. <laughs> <laughs> um and i was like all right i gotta, I gotta change that out <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh the
0: black wall fits you fits you a little better it's a good good move um how many kids you have you have three kids right
1: i've got three yep i've got uh two girls six and four and then uh a son that's 10 months so he just started crawling last week there you go so he's on the move man you're coming out of the trenches the newborn trenches coming out yeah um you know it's it's and i know you're like right in the throes a bit um oh yeah you know with the twins but uh but yeah it's funny man because you you kind of get used to like having a little bit of an older kid you know and and like we had my youngest was out of diapers for i don't know probably like four or five i don't know maybe six months and then all of a sudden it's like all right we're pregnant again it's like all right let's do it all over again you <laughs> <Yeah>. know <laughs> you might as well
0: run it back while you're in the zone right yeah yeah, yeah. we uh ours are our older boys are six and four and that's like we're like pretty removed from that newborn stage it's like yeah it's like learn how to ride a bike again man and it's and not in like the way that that metaphor is usually used like we forgot how to ride the bike or i did at least (laughs) i'm like it's crazy just back to bottles and all the diapers oh yeah yeah you forget about all
1: the bottles yeah and uh you know oh man do we do we pack formula and and you know if you're breastfeeding like all right how are we gonna freeze everything and yeah it's just it's a lot that comes with newborns yeah, it's uh, it,
0: it's it's for sure a circus at our house. Um, well, Drew, man, give everybody a little background on you for anybody listening who may not know you or may not follow you yet. Um, tell us a little bit about you, and don't be shy. Let's go all the way back. Tell us a little bit about your your upbringing and
1: give us a, a bit of your story. For sure. Um, so all, all the way back, uh, I'm I'm 36, so I was born in 1986. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I'm I'm a uh, originally from Georgia. Um, have kind of lived over the country, you know, in a few different spots over the years, but but landed back in Georgia, that's kind of where the roots are. Um, and uh yeah, I, I've kind of always had the entrepreneurial bug, I think. Um, you know, even through through high school, through college. Um, and then uh once I graduated college, which I had the had chance to play baseball um in undergrad, which is really fun. Um, I uh I went in the military for a few years. So so went in the army. Um, got to go jump out of planes and shoot stuff and, and blow stuff up and, and deploy to Afghanistan. Um, and, and a, a good experience overall, you know, there's, there's definitely some highs and lows with it. Um, but, but after that, uh, decided to go back to school while I was working, uh, went back and got my, uh, my MBA to so study business. Um, and then started, started just working in the corporate space. Um, and I've, I've been at a few different, you know, jobs and, and still in the corporate space, um, you know, full-time. Um, at, at a few different, different companies. Uh, and, and that's been a good experience. It, it, it's great. I'm, I'm great at what I do, but again, I've, I've kind of always had that, that entrepreneurial bug. Um, and so I've, I've started several things along the years, um, including a, a hiking brand uh, where we sold, you know, um, hands-free like leashes for dogs and water bottles and all this kind of stuff to help you on the trail. Um, and uh into so now founding the Epic Dad Company, um, which, which started, uh, early 21. So we're about two years into the grind, um, of it, of, of really just trying to build the audience, get the mission clear, build out the product line. Um, and, and, and now going into 23, it really feels like we're, we're almost just now launching the company is what it feels like. Um, we yeah. we've just kind of set the foundation for growth. Um, but, uh, and then along, you know, along the way, obviously, um, you know, got, got married to a beautiful wife. We we've been together, uh, 12 years now and, and have three, you know, beautiful kids. Um, and so it, it's been a roller coaster ride um, through you know, the journey through um, through working through the military career, uh, through uh, entrepreneurship and, and all that stuff. And so, that I mean that's me in a nutshell, right? And then with with, with Tedco, just to give uh, the the acronym for the epic dad, Tedco, just to give you a little background on that. Again, started in, in twenty one, um, and, and our mission there is, is really to help help dads like level up their game and be the best dads they can be. Um, you know, when you kind of peel back the onion layers and, and look at the culture over the last 30 to 40 years, um, my, my opinion, and, and some people may disagree with this, and this is fine, but my opinion is that the culture has really degraded um, quite substantially. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, when you peel back the layers on that, when you look at poverty, when you look at homelessness, when you look at, you know, uh, depression rates, suicide rates, um, really it comes down to one common factor, and that is is looking in the, inside the home at the father um and and we really believe as a company that you know the how we're going to change the culture is by building fathers up um and giving them the tools and resources to be a leader at home uh, that's going to have a direct impact on their family and their kids and then when you think about that generationally is their kids are going to have kids right their kids are going to have kids and so there's a lot of downstream impact of you being a more intentional um you know and have a better approach as a father um you know over the years and then also by having that impact in the home you know, other dads are going to notice too, right. You know, all of a sudden you're, you're starting to get in better shape. You have a good relationship with your kids and your wife and, and, you know, maybe that gets noticed at the workplace, right. Or it gets noticed in the community. Um, And so it's really about making sure that you are, are being the best individual dad you can be for your family. And, and ultimately that's, that's our job is to help support dads through that journey. Um, And then hopefully what happens is, you know, down the line is is we see the culture change and it's not going to happen overnight. Uh, for sure, it's going to take a long time for that to happen. But um, when you really, again, start to peel back the onion layers, it, it all starts at home. And it all starts um, with the father. And, and that's what we want to help on. And so our, our products that we offer are our supplements to help dads along that journey of, of raising their hand and saying, I'm super stressed out, I'm overweight, so I'm depressed, uh, you know, I can't connect with my wife or my kids. Um, our job is to help them bridge the gap between, you know, where they are now to where they want to be. And the products that we offer really just help on that transformation.
0: That's unbelievable. Um, I mean, everything that you just outlined—you said some people may not agree with it, but it's hard to disagree with. I mean, all the statistics that you pointed to. Yeah, when you look I've at seen all those. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like there's there's nothing out there that says that less present, and focused, and capable dads is a good thing. Like, obviously, that's a terrible thing, mm-hmm. and we've seen that play out, like you said, over, over
1: decades. Yeah, and, I, and I'll just say, you see politicians and, and and things like that, right? Like, I'm I'm big into politics, and and um uh, you know, tr- try to step away from it as often as I can. Cause I, I feel like it can, you know, skew your, your judgment a little bit and, and really just gets you like depressed. Right. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but you, you know, you look at politicians and things and, and and you see them trying to solve the problem through policies that aren't going to work and, and refusing mm-hmm. to address the root cause. Right. Um, you know, so when you, when you think about poverty, for, for example, um, you know, the their solution might be, hey, we need to have a well fair program, you know, or we need to have universal basic income or whatever the case is. And all it really is doing is putting a band-aid uh, over the problem and it's not addressing the root cause, right? And so mm-hmm. I think mean, that's what we're trying to do too, is just put it out, out front and center that uh if we if we do want to change uh the, the culture in our country, it's gonna start in the home and it's gonna start mm-hmm. with individual dads. Yeah.
0: I mean I don't think we have to look back too far to prove the point that like if you're waiting if you're waiting for for the government or a politician or the next presidential cycle or whatever it is to come in and like change your life for the better and get your own shit together for you. Mm-hmm. I think we've seen that doesn't really work, right? Like yeah. we have to be the ones I think as dads, especially as leaders of our homes to step up, like you said, and to get, get our own shit together and mm-hmm. to lead from the front and to do that. And, um, uh, I think what you guys are doing, Um, like everything that you just explained, we haven't even talked about what products you guys sell or what you do to like to help dads on that journey. But I think anybody listening, especially any dad listening, is probably sitting there nodding his head, like hand raised, like, Yeah, that's that's me, or that's been me, or you know, there's a portion of all of us I think that could relate to that feeling of like, Man, I got to get it together, I got to keep going, I have to be the best version of myself that I can, not just for me, but for my family and and you know, for everybody else that's watching. Like you said, there's like especially especially you know with with your brand like there's a lot of dads watching like you really are like you're you're creating a wake for a lot of guys to to swim behind you in. and and that's a powerful thing um and I just I love the direction that you guys are are going um so I guess tell us a little bit about the product line um what's the first product where are we in in that I guess, part of the business cycle and, and where are we going next?
1: Yeah, I'd say we're, you know, if you look at like a baseball game, we're probably uh, about to, to be in the the bottom half of the first. Um, <laughs> we're, we're just getting started, you know, although like, we, we've been incorporated for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the first almost year of that was really just getting super clear on the audience that we want to serve, um, what problems they have and how we can help tackle those. Um, and then really, hey, what product line could could help support that transformation. Um, and then we, yeah, we launched our our first product, um, which was a natural pre workout, and uh, the the reason behind that was very intentional. Um, when you take a look at your life, and, and you think about what do I have direct control over, uh, personal fitness is is one of those. <laughs> it yep. may be it may be one of the only ones, right? It is like mm-hmm. fitness and nutrition, um, and so that that's what we wanted to tackle first. Um, and, and our um, kind of behind the scenes tagline is like, we want to help dads be better athletes, leaders, and providers in those three buckets mm-hmm. and, um, athletes is, is the easiest one to tackle. Right. Yep. Um, and so that, that's what we wanted to dive into first, because really when you think about it, Badriss Koulian says, says this, that, uh, uh, personal fitness, um, is really the gateway drug to to personal excellence. Um, and I truly believe that, right. Of, of, Hey, if you can get your act together, build the discipline it takes to go to the gym, to get yourself in shape, you know, if you need to lose weight to lose weight, or if you're trying to build muscle, build muscle, uh, it doesn't happen overnight. It happens through consistent action. That's oftentimes boring over and over and over again. Yep. And, and building that discipline muscle is just going to have a drastic impact in all other areas of your life. Um, and so that's why we wanted to tackle fitness first, like very intentional, like with the pre-workout, um, and so we we launched that in January or did maybe December of uh, 21, kind of January 22. Um, and kind of limited run, uh, wanted to make sure that one, it was a great product, um, wanted to get feedback from the market on on what they thought, and really just launched it as our, our minimal viable product. Yeah. Um, and we, we've gotten great feedback. Uh, we, we took a very intentional approach with the formulation as well. Um, so if you guys look at the, the label, it's going to look a little bit different than probably like your C4 you're picking up at the shelf at Walmart. Um, it's, you know, very limited ingredients. Um, they're all 100% natural, um, and it is 100% label transparency. So you know exactly what's going in your body. Um, and we don't pull any punches there. Um, so it, it, we feel like we've got a, a formulation that is dialed in, uh, tight. Um, and when you look at some of these other bigger brands, uh, of supplements, I would stack ours right next to theirs, um, mm-hmm. with with the you know the effectiveness of our our formulation. Um, so super pumped about that. We took all the feedback from our customers over the past you know year or so, um, and we are launching a, a version two of that. Um, hopefully in in February of, of this year. Um, we've had some manufacturing delays, which happens a lot with supplementation. It's just kind of the, the nature of the game. Um, but hoping to have that ready to go in in early February. And in my view, that's really like the launch of the company was like, Hey, we want to make sure like we've got a product that works. People like it. We'll take some feedback. We'll make it better. And then we'll actually start to to launch the company. So super excited about it. Um, and like I said, fitness is really the first one we're trying to tackle of, of being a better athlete. And so with that, you know, come some other products too, to help on that journey. Um, uh, you know, you guys can hold me to this. This is kind of the product line as it sits right now, what the plan is, but, but we want to have a, a hydration mix, um, kind of an electrolyte mix um, nice. or intra-workout or for like endurance athletes uh, come out next. Mm-hmm. And so that'll be a fast follow. Um, and then from there, we're really looking to help uh, dads, again, be better providers um, and better leaders as well. And so the the next uh, product um, that we're coming out with is a, a nootropic focus blend um, that's going to help cool. you be very effective and efficient at the office. Um, So that one, you could be a good provider for your family. You know, you can get work done efficiently, but then two, so that you can get your work done. But when your work is done, you can put that away, right? And instead of spending 10 hours at the office, let's be productive, let's condense that, um, get a lot done and then, you know, make the transition over to to being an effective dad at the home. And so uh, we've got that and we've got a few more kind of on the roadmap. And so the the plan is 23 is a growth year for us. Um, We're planning on launching uh, four by the end of the year. Um, and, uh, hopefully, hopefully we hit our numbers, you know, that, that's the plan. I love it, dude. They, uh, I'll
0: tell you what, the, the pre-workout is legit. And, and I have not taken a pre-workout before Tedco in i'm trying i'm like trying to do the math in my head at least a decade because i had some some bad experiences in the past like i think everybody has with some of the ones with like the artificial stimulants and then like yeah i remember i think it was one it was like jack 3d or something and then it, oh, ends, yeah. up get, it ends up getting taken <laughs> yeah. up taken off the market like i remember one yeah. day i was in the gym and like i took it went out did it like a little warm-up did some pull-ups and literally like blacked out standing in the yeah. gym and like yeah. i've lost vision i was like holy shit like this is <laughs>
1: like yeah, somebody should be illegal
0: yeah. Uh, so I've always been like weary of um, of something supp- that, that was like a bad experience. I've been weary of, of the the pre-workouts. But when you and I connected and I started looking at the deck of what's in, you know, what what's in that pre-workout. And then, you know, I've gotten some and I've taken it. And, dude, it's legit. Like, it's something that I'm very comfortable now taking as somebody who's been a, a huge skeptic. And I appreciate um, it. You, you know, mean... I
1: don't just say that. Like, I mean, yeah. that. like I wouldn't I wouldn't say that on here if I didn't mean it. I appreciate it, man. We, we worked hard on the formulation and like me coming into this business, right. I knew nothing about supplements. I was in the same you know, boat as you, like I just picked something off the shelf, right. It, it is yep. what it is. Um, and, and I had no idea what I, what I was putting into my body. Um, but we wanted to be very in, intentional as well with making sure we have natural ingredients because, um, you know, a, as you're a dad, right. Most, most of those us listening are probably like in our thirties, forties, right. Um, mm-hmm. your body starts changing. Um, and you need to start taking care of that, that, you know, a little bit more than when you were 20 years old, taking Jack 3d. Um, so, so we want to make sure like, you know, everything that that we have in there is is stuff that, that you can and should be taking on a daily basis. Um, you know, and so it's got five, five grams of creatine, which is going to be a huge differentiator from a lot of other pre-workouts. Um, you know, and, and, and everything that's in there is is stuff that you, you should be taking like every day anyway, you know? So, so I, I appreciate it, man. We, we work really hard on it. Um the, the biggest drawback when you use natural flavoring is the taste. Um, (laughs) and, and I'll give you your listeners a little inside baseball. So if you, uh, if you have a great pre-workout that you love and love the taste on it, flip it over. And I guarantee you that they have sucralose as one of the additives. Um, and there's all kinds of studies coming about, you know, lately about sucralose and the negative effects you can have on your body of taking it long-term. Um, so we want to be very clear that we didn't have that. Um, but what that does is it makes it a lot harder to, to have a good flavor and so <laughs> our, our biggest complaint is like oh like it just doesn't taste good and i'm like well yeah um so the new one that's coming out is about 10 times better than that um, nice. tastes a lot better um we've we nailed that down we've gotten it probably as good as you can get it to taste with natural ingredients so um it's not going to taste like kool-aid um you know but but it tastes pretty dang good
0: yeah that's that's awesome yeah the uh the, the five the five grams of um of creatine in every serving. I mean, that's something like I'm buying separately to take every day anyway. So having that pumped into the pre-workout, you know, that's, that's a, that's a huge benefit that I think a lot of people um, might miss. And I'll just mention it and taking it. Like, it's like, like I'm a big coffee drinker, so you know I, I like having a cup of coffee in the morning, mm-hmm. and then you know I'll trickle some in throughout the day. I usually have them before my workout, but when I took the pre-workout, I was like, "Whoa!" Like it was like took me to the moon. Like uh, that got me fired up, um, in a, in a good way. I didn't black out like I did. On yeah, the, yeah, three days, <laughs> <lots of fun laughs> yeah. It's but
1: we we have a uh, review, um, like a video review. It's funny. It's a it's a big like you know fitness guy, and uh, he had kind of sworn off all pre workouts. The same thing. He had bad experiences with them. The ingredients were shit. Um. And he said, you know, I I basically sworn off all pre-workouts, but I take this one because it doesn't make me feel like I'm going to die. Um, You know, (laughs) it's like, yes, like you you need a good pump, you know, uh, and a push to get to the gym. Because like Mm -hmm. we said, um, you know, consistent action uh, in in the fitness world is what's going to get results. And you're not going to feel like working out like probably the majority of the time. Right. And so um, I I behind the scenes kind of call this my discipline fuel. Of like, you know, like, hey, yep. I, I have it on the calendar to go to the gym, you know, at 5 a.m. But that alarm clock hits. I don't want to do it. But I take my my pre-workout and I'm like, all right, cool, I'm committed. Like, let's go do this thing, you yeah. know?
0: And you're definitely not going back to sleep after you no, take it. No. That's like you slam that that door shut behind you. Yeah. I love the the approaches you guys have taken, especially with fitness and talking about this in this way where like it's more the consistency, the discipline of doing it every day than it is like having the perfect plan or the perfect, like the perfect, yeah, what the program or whatever it is. And that's, man, that's one of the things that I've struggled with. Like, as, as we've added more and more and more and more kids to our plate here, it's like every one, it ratchets it up a little bit with as far as like your capacity gets shrunk. So, a lot of times that capacity is like time at the gym. So, like, back in the day in college, would be like, all right, I got, I'm going to go kill two hours and just do whatever yeah. I want in the gym. <laughs> and then you have a kid and it's like, okay, well I got to You know, I got to get there and back in an hour. And then you have another one. It's like, okay, I got 30 minutes. And now a lot of days yeah. it's like, all right, I got 10 minutes. I got 15 minutes and I got to make it happen. Am I going to just get in there and like you post the daily workouts every day. They're quick. They're, they're not, I almost said easy. They're not easy. <laughs> they're easy to follow. Um, so you, anybody can get in there and do them. Um, but I, I get stuck in that, like, am I, am I going to knock out a workout or am I going to wait and do like the full, you know, hour long workouts on my program? Odds are that hour long dream that I have of being able to do the perfect workout doesn't happen. It
1: doesn't come. Yeah. So I've
0: now resorted and I've learned this the hard way. Just like do it every day.
1: Like do something. Yeah, some something is better than nothing, right? If it's not the, the best workout ever, that's OK. You know, yeah. it, it, you still went in there. You got something. You checked that box, right? You built that discipline muscle muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as opposed to the saying, all right, I, I don't have enough time to do my full hour one, I'm just not gonna do anything, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, another thing I really love about what
0: what you share, and it I think this is really just baked into the mission of of your your business and, and your brand, but like having your kids in the garage with you while you're <laughs> working out and like I, I love seeing them like in the swing or like, you know, following along a little bit in the background or like messing with the camera. It's like I, I love seeing those stories and, um, man, your kids are never going to forget that. Like yeah. your kids already, that's a part of them for sure. Yeah. And that and
1: that, That's the intent, right? You know, it's, it's, uh, it would be a lot easier to to shut them out and like just get after it for 30 minutes, you know? And mm-hmm. I do that sometimes too, right? If it's a very yep. intense workout, I'm like, Hey, I'm going to go get after it. And I'll try to schedule it for early in the morning when they're sleeping, yeah. um, or late at night when they're to bed. But, yeah. um, but I think it's, it's very important for a couple of reasons, um, to, to have them involved in your fitness journey like one, just because like you said, it, it's just going to be like an innate part of them of like, Hey, this is just what we do. Right. Like we, we stay in shape. Um, and as opposed to, you know, having a dad that that goes to the gym at 5.00 AM every morning, his kids don't see it, you know, it's not a part of their life. Um, so I wanted, I wanted to make sure that happens at least in some capacity um, of where it's just going to like become innate to them of like, Hey, yeah, we just, our family works out. That's what we do. You know yeah. um, that's part of it. And then two, I think it's super important um, for our kids to see us do difficult things um, and, and see their dad struggle, you know, um, whether that's through sweating, <laughs> you know, yeah. in the gym or, or, or whatever, or even like with work, right. Including your kids in work and, and showing them what you do, showing them how hard you work. Um, you know, like one, especially for, for girls, like they just want to be involved, right. With what, what dad has going on, yeah. which, is, which is huge. Um, uh, but then, you know, I think it's really important for them to, to see you struggle and work and, and, and really put in the effort. Um, and so that, that's part of it too. Um, and it's not, e- not, e- it's not easier. That's for sure. They get in the way all the time. Um, mm-hmm. my workout the other day, I did like heavy squats and, and, uh, I have Murphy, my son home, he was napping. Um, and i was, like just finished my squats. and I was like, all right, cool. Let me go ahead and do like my, my Metcon. It's like, it's only 12 minutes. I was like, I'll knock it out. And I literally pressed like the go button and like started doing the first reps and like, all right, he woke up from his nap. And I'm like, all right, crap. Like, <laughs> like, you'll get him. you know, I'll feed him real quick. I'll come back to it. I'll put him in a swing and then I'll keep going. And so like, yeah, there's interruptions there, uh, for sure. But I just think it's 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 very important to have them involved in some capacity in your fitness journey.
0: Yeah, I think that frustration, like like you said, I mean, that's a perfect example. You get you get all <laughs> you get rolling, you got the pre-workout going, like you're but you're ready to go. And then you hear that cry and you're like, damn it. Okay, all right. But then to be yeah. able to do that and then come back, <laughs> I think it's just the price that you
1: pay. It's it's
0: I don't even like that wording. I think it's really just an investment in your own kids like psyche. Yeah, and theory. I think it's an
1: opportunity too to reframe the the thinking around why you're doing the workout in the first place, mm-hmm. right? Like, like our, our tagline that we have in our Instagram handle, and we'll, we'll probably try to trademark it. So nobody steal this. If you're listening, um, <laughs> is uh, is train hard, dad harder. Yeah, yeah. You know, because like, like what's the reason that you're doing all these hard workouts in the first place, right? Is it to get like super ripped? No, like that's very surface level. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, some guys might say that, but when you ask the question like why several times, I think it gets down to the root cause and it's like, well, I want to do it because it's going to help me be better like for my family. Right. And so, yes. Hey, if, you're, if your kid wakes up, you know, yeah, you, you might be upset at the moment. Right. Cause you're wanting to like, get a sweet wad in, but, but you know, it, it helps you reframe that um, in your mind of like, all right, I'm really doing this like for this person, you mm-hmm. know? So it's okay if they interrupt a little bit.
0: Yeah. I've had to like in my own head, just, just recognize like where I'm at now with young kids I would rather not like hit more PRs and stuff. And I would rather them be able to be a part of that. Cause I want like, to your point, I want them to be able to see fitness as like something that we get to do. It's mm-hmm. like, it's something that we do because it makes us better people. It's not something where it's like, Oh, I gotta go do this. Cause I gotta go lose 20 pounds before I go to the beach with our family in the fall. You know, it's like that whole side of things. And I think that comes from like the sales of fitness and, and like the, the industry of it um but i think the way that you're leading through it is is so strong and to the point of like um do you follow wes watson at all uh Uh, yep Mm -hmm. yeah he talks about like what he i mean he's like nuts you know he goes to the gym at like 2 30 in the morning (laughs) like i watch him and i'm just like dude are you a real human like what what i'm like like, you don't have kids do you (laughs) yeah and he does he does does he really yeah he's oh no kidding i think he's got like a three or four ish year old Uh, But yeah, but he's in the gym at two thirty and he says the reason he does it, it's not because it's not for what he gets. It's not because he gets big muscles, not because he gets whatever it is. It's because he does it for what he gets rid of. So he gets rid of all the negative emotion, the anxiety, the things that we carry with us that kind of get bottled Mm -hmm. up. And the gym is like his outlet to just let that go, so that when he does come home, he does see his child there, and he's able to be a great dad at breakfast. And you know, then he gets to go lead his business, and you know, he leads. Thousands yeah, of no, people. that that
1: yeah, that's a point that I, I didn't bring up, right? And and like the gym is not therapy. Um, I, I don't think we should confuse it with therapy, but it is it is a great outlet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a great way to fill your own bucket. Um, because doing doing hard things is going to help you fill that bucket. Um, you know, and, and the gym is a great place to do that. And, and, uh, just me from personal experience, and I'm sure a lot of the, the other guys are listening the same way is like, if I don't get my workout in for the day, like I'm off, like I'm, I'm not going to be a good dad. Like I'm probably going to react in a negative way to my kids or my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to support them the way they need them. But if I have the opportunity, um, you know, and, and Hey, if you can do it at two 30 in the morning and early in the morning, that's great. Um, you know, but but at least being able to go uh, check that box, you know, and, and fill your own bucket is going to be really big, just because it helps you show up for your, for your family a lot better that you would. And and a lot of what we we preach to, So we have a lot of like information, like content and stuff too that we put out, um, training programs, things like that. And and one of the things that we we constantly harp on is this ratio of um, the percentage uh, that you're showing up for your family, like you actually being there. And a percentage of you sh- showing up where you're like actually there mentally, right? Yeah. And and I think typically what happens with with dads, especially early dads that that have young, young children, is we have that ratio uh, swap from what it should be. We mm-hmm. think that I need to be there physically with my family 100% of the time, right? Mm-hmm. I need to be there and provide, you know, blah, blah, blah. blah. Um, but we're actually only there, you know, emotionally um, and, and mentally about 60% of the time you know, we may be there physically, but like, we're not in it, right? We're checking our phone on email, blah, blah, blah. Um, And we're just not there for our kids, uh, or or our spouse. And so what we try to do is get is reverse that ratio of like, it's okay for you to go do some self care, right? And take care of yourself and fill your bucket. Because when you are with your family, you're going to be there 100%, um, you know, mentally and, and emotionally, right? And so I think that, that's a that's a thing that I struggled with when I was a um you know a, a, a kind of early dad that had young kids um and it's something I still struggle with now I'm not like the perfect one that never checks my email or checks Instagram or whatever but um I think reversing that ratio is a just kind of a mind shift mm-hmm. uh, that a lot of guys haven't thought about um that's been super helpful for a lot of our followers
0: yeah I appreciate you bringing that up because I think that point is huge like that his it's kind of like the unlock uh, or has been for me like I've struggled and I don't know if you've dealt with this, but like the dad guilt of not being there, right? Like, yeah, like legitimately feeling guilty for, you know, going to have dinner with with a buddy that you haven't seen in a while and then missing bedtime. And, you know, yep. your kids are at home. Where's dad? Where's dad? And then they want to FaceTime while, you're, you know, I've struggled with that, like legitimately struggled with that. But I think to your point, if we can be better stewards of the time that we have with them, Mm that's that's kind of the unlock Mm -hmm. like we don't necessarily need more time we need to be better stewards of the time that we've got yeah yeah we get more Mm -hmm. time we're probably just if we don't change our habits or change our attention with that time well if we get more time we'll probably
1: just waste that too right yep yep yeah and and i think it's surprising to like how little your kids need from you um (laughs) they they just need you there and present you know like (laughs) i I can't tell me like how many times like you know i've gone and like try to be like intentional with my daughters and like, all right, let's go read a book or something, you know, just like be there, no cell phone, like just me and me and her. Uh, and like, we'll finish the book. And she's like, all right, cool. I'm on to the next thing. Right. Yeah. As opposed as opposed to where like, if I tried to balance email and Instagram and, and work while we're reading that book, like she's going to perceive that, you know, like, all right, dad's here, but he's not really here, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but if you give them that time, like your kids don't want to be with you all, all day, every day. They don't like, they just, they just want focused, intentional time with them. And it's probably gonna be less than what you think um yeah <laughs> you know, have such a big impact with with them yeah i've really found that to be true it's
0: funny you brought that up cuz that's something that's like been stern in my own brain since we adopted the twins and you know they demand a lot of attention so <laughs> sure. that's uh that's been a bit of a bit bit of a shift for the 6 and 4 year old having to kind of have like a breaking away of like the, they're not yeah. the center of their own universe mm-hmm. anymore like they're kind of like okay there's other people here that matter as much as <laughs> me and you know i'm not that special um so of course that's been like tough for them at first but it's been i think super healthy for them and now that they've kind of adjusted now they're like it's like they're g- little grown-ups now like they love playing yeah. on their own they've yeah. bonded together and it's been really cool to see that like my wife and i are there to like when they come up to us you know we try to be as intentional with them as we can sometimes when there's another baby screaming in your ear, that's tough. But yeah, <laughs> uh, what you said there, it's like, that just like hit me. Cause that's exactly like what I'm working through at the moment. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's tough, man. And, and like I said, we were just in it. And we're still going through it. Right. Um, our, our youngest is 10 months and, um, you know, he, he's to the point now where like, he's crawling, he could be a little bit independent. Like you still got to watch him, make sure you don't like put stuff in his mouth, you know, but, but it's not like constant, you know, like on edge all the time. Um, (laughs) but, but we, we went through that, you know, not, not long ago. Right. So it's still fresh on my mind. And I, I felt guilty too, of like, Oh my God, I've spent so much time with like, you know, the new baby. I feel like I'm leaving my other kids behind. Um, you know, and, and you feel that guilt there too. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, just the, the understanding of like your kids, they just need some intentional focus time with, with you. Yeah. Um, and the time that you do have with them, just make sure it's that, and you're not, you know, flipping through Instagram. Yeah, absolutely.
0: This it's kind of in line too with I put out a solo episode not too long ago and I was echoing a, do, have you met Mark Cuda inside? said, uh, uh yeah, yep, I've got, got to know him a little bit. And- yeah. So he had a post talking about how, you know, he was putting his son down at bedtime and, um, he was kind of rushing through bed and his son was stalling. And, you know, he was like, he, he ended up exploding. I said, why can't you just go to bed? Yeah. His son looked at him and said, I just want to spend more time with you. And <laughs> yeah. I started Here thinking come the about tears. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Oh my God. Just a like gut punch to dad. But I started thinking about it. Like, you know, as dads, like if that is the one, like odds are, if you have like a stereotypical nine to five, like, you know, kind of busy in the morning, whatever, come home at the end of the day, it's. We all know how that is kind of a scramble too. Like sometimes that bedtime is the only chance that we really get as dads, Mm -hmm. where it's like legitimate that one-on-one that intentional time that you're talking about. Like that may be the best time to get that with your child, and that's just been like a. When I saw that, I was like, "Gosh, I'm so guilty of like rushing through bedtimes." I know, but it's been such a good reminder for me. Like, oh, he's not trying to be a little shit. He's trying to
1: get a little bit of one-on-one time with, with with yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm the same way, you know, like, uh, I mean, even last night, my, you know, my, my son is usually pretty good about going to bed and, and, uh, I'm, I, I do bedtime with him. And so I'll do the bath and the bottle and, um, you know, rock him a little bit and stuff. And he was just like, not wanting to go to sleep. I mean, he was, you know, lifted his head up and blah, blah, you know, and I'm like, Oh my God, <laughs> just go to bed. Uh, you know, So I'm, I'm guilty of it too. Right. And, and, yeah. uh, it it's tough because uh, everybody's stressed when you have kids, uh, you, you have limited time, but, um, you know, your kids, your, your other kids are the same age as mine, six and four, and it just goes by so freaking fast, man. Um, yeah. you know, and so try, try to step away from the the moment. Um, try to enjoy what you have, cause it's not going to happen again. Um, yeah. and I think, I think by to kind of to bring it back to fitness and by doing hard things intentionally, I think that allows you to appreciate those moments a little bit more, right. And, yeah. and to respond in a different way than you would, because if you're filling your bucket first, right, you're getting your gym time in, you're getting your meditation, you're getting your self love in, um, you know, when those little things happen like that, like you're, you're much less likely to react in a negative way. You know, you can, you can appreciate the moment for what it is when your bucket's full.
0: Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like the correlation between if I worked out that day or not, and <laughs> or like I how I handle, my kids. Yeah. yes. And like how I handle <laughs> bedtime is like, it's like one to it's so like the correlation is strong, uh, yeah. that I appreciate you tying those, uh, those points together. Um, I'd love to hear you talk a little bit about, what it's been like for you building this business around the family. Cause and I know what it's like inside the four walls of a home with kids running around and babies, like it's gotta be nuts. So can you, can you just give us a little color on what it's like building, building this brand that you're
1: working on? Uh, like? Yeah. Chaos uh, is probably <laughs> the, the appropriate word. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a lot of, uh, so I'll preface it with this is there's, there's always seasons to life. Right. Um, you know, and, and nothing is going to be forever and you're gonna have different priorities at different times in your life. Um, and so like we just talked about, you know, we, we've both got young kids and my priority in my life right now is to, to be present with them, you know, as much as I can. Right. Um, but with that comes building a business too. Um, so that that's a priority as well, but I, I am not going to, and I, I won't say that I, I never do cause it happens from time to time, but uh, I try not to sacrifice that time with family for time with the business. Um, and it's tough because, hey, if I work 12 hours a day, um, you know, at, at Tedco, like we'd probably be a lot further along than we are right now, um, you know, but but I only have this time with my kids um, once, right? So I want to be intentional mm-hmm. with that. And so what that looks like for me is a lot of, uh, a lot of lack of sleep um, <laughs> and, 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 and working on it, you know, before my my regular job. So, so waking up super early and getting to work and, and, you know, getting three hours in and then, you know, when the family's uh, all in bed sleeping is is staying up for an hour or two and and working on it then. Um, And so it's a busy season in life right now. I think as we start to grow that, that may change a little bit, right. And and potentially bring on some resources and employees to to help, you know, help shift that a little bit. Um, But it's, it's been a challenge for sure. Um, It's been super fun. Uh, I'm super, super passionate about it. If you guys can't tell, Uh, I think if I wasn't, I would have quit a long time ago. Um, but you know, we, we've got, we've got goals like financial goals, obviously, but we, we, we've got goals around how many dads we want to impact and and really the change that we want to see in the culture. And so that, that's what keeps me, you know, driven with it. Um, and it's just been work on it when you can for, for now. Um, and, and hopefully we'll see, we'll see some good growth this year in 23. Yeah, that's
0: that's awesome, man. I know it's tough to to sit there and be like, okay, I've got X amount of capacity that I can give to like life in general, right? Yeah. And, and in the moment, it's so like when you're fired up about something, you've got a goal, you've got a vision. Especially as dudes, you know, like we've got it's it's easy for us, to, I think, to get locked in on this is the task at hand, this is the business I need to grow the business, provide for the family, do the whole thing. But then you think, well. I, I only have so much capacity and my kids are growing up and once they, Mm -hmm. once they're grown, like that ship has sailed. I'll, I don't want to say always, but likely always have the opportunity to put all my capacity, the 12 hour, 14 hour days into the business in a couple of years when they're less interested in spending time with me. Mm -hmm. And that's tough. I've, I've, Really work through that with, uh, I mean, just doing the podcast. I mean, it takes it takes me forever. I you're probably more efficient with it than me, but dude, I'm like a perfectionist, and I've had to. Yours is a lot more professional than mine, too. Though, (laughs) I don't don't know about that. I don't know about that, but dude, it's just, I think that's something that a lot of people can probably relate to, and I think that's something, um, you know, if you asked people what they regret when they when they look back in life, like I read, I just read the book Shoe Dog. Um, by, you know, the Phil Knight story with Nike. And the story is just nuts. I mean, the building of Nike and how it happened. And then he gets to the end and it's this reflection of, you know, all the, you know, now all the celebrities that he's like tight with. And it's, you know, Tiger Woods, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. Like, that's just the first couple off the top of that list. And he talks about how, you know, he gets invited to their weddings and all this stuff and talks about how he's worth $10 billion in the whole thing. And then he, at the end of all that, it's like this big crescendo. But then he says, I had a son that I didn't really get to spend a lot of time with. And the son ended up passing away as an early adult, I think in his twenties, uh, mid mid twenties. And he said, his only regret is that he wishes he could do that differently. And I'm, and and when I read that, or I'm, I'm an audiobook guy. So when I heard that I'm sitting there like, okay, this dude built like the baddest brand ever. Like everybody knows and loves Nike. Right. And he, like he did it. he, climb that mountaintop but he still has that like that twinge of regret that he missed something at home with his kids Mm. and i thought that was just so like that just rocked me when i when i yeah man
1: you know like when you're on your deathbed you know and and, uh we're all gonna be there one day uh, at least 99 percent of us are um (laughs) (laughs) uh you know it's like when you look back on your life like yeah all the stuff you built like that's cool right but like that the one thing that I think you, you want is, is time with the family, right. And the legacy with the family. Um, and so it, it's a balance too, especially for, for guys that are trying to build a business, um, that kind of have that drive to, um, and feel like, Oh man, I'm just not accomplishing enough, you know, and, and I, I have that all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's, it, it, it's such a difficult balance to have. Um, I don't have really any advice on it. It's just, it's, it's difficult. Right. Cause I have that drive yeah. too. Um, and, and I look at these guys and I'm like, God bless. If I could only spend, you know, 12 hours a day and, and stuff, I, I, you know, this, this company would be worth $10 million, blah, 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 you know? And I'd be like, okay, great. But what, what am I sacrificing to, to do that? And what's more important? Yeah. What do you do? Like when that happens, when you have that thought and
0: like, I know how that is. I know that exact spiral. I know it. I think everybody, <laughs> knows. I think everybody can relate to that.
1: Like, what do you do in that moment? Go work out probably. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'm not sure, you know, pr- probably different things, but, um, you know, it is, is just having that thought, right? Like the deathbed that thought, I think is a big one. Um, you know, and, and, uh, Hormozy, I'm sure you know, Alex Hormozy. Um, he's got, uh, this thing that he he has called the grandfather paradigm. Uh, I, I may be getting it wrong, the wrong parable here, but, um, you know, basically it's the same thing, right? If, if he could look 30 years in the future and he's got like everything he wants, right. Um, uh, you know, he's got the money, he's got the cars, he's got all the stuff and all these businesses he built. Uh, he most likely he would probably trade all that to go back 30 years ago. Right. Yeah. And start to buy his
0: time back. Yeah. Yeah.
1: To buy your time back. Right. Um, so I, I think about that a lot. I think about, you know, being on my debt a lot. Um, and, uh, it's tough, man. It it really is a tough balance that I struggle with all the time, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, that's awesome. I know that's helpful. I mean, that's helpful to me just to kind of talk it through. And and like we've both kind of said, like, I don't know that there's a right answer to it. Like there's, not, I don't think it's like, Hey, here's the path. Here's how you balance it. You know, here's the, here's the formula to follow. But I think the, just the practice of being conscious about it and making sure that you're not just like the re- whole reason I started this podcast was because I was a default. Yes. To work a hundred percent of the time. Like if there was something that came up at work, it was yes i have to do this because work said i had to do it and i slipped mm-hmm. into that and i realized it when COVID happened and i was sitting home and i was like bro i'm missing a lot here you know i've got mm-hmm. missing the, i'm missing breakfast and lunch and dinner and bedtime and and everything in between yeah and uh just it was but it i wouldn't say i've nailed the balance now but i'm more conscious of it so i'm closer to a position
1: where i'm i'm happier i guess yeah um, it's a
0: tough one to answer
1: yeah, it is, man. And I think it, anybody that has that drive to that wants to go out and accomplish you know big things, like that that's going to be there, that kind of internal dialogue, you know. Um and I guess my approach would just be hey it, there, there's going to be a balance to life, right? And and you got to decide what your priority is. Um and at the end of the day, when when you think about why you're building something, right? Like like what is the reason you want to build a 100 million dollar company, right? Is it is it, you know, ultimately just because you want to do it and because it's awesome and, you know, all masculine all this stuff, like, like, yeah, that's great. But, you know, when you, when you ask the question why a lot of times, I think it, it helps you get to the root cause of it, you know? And so like with, with this business that I'm, I'm building through Tedco, like what's the reason why, right? Like, like we've kind of talked about culturally what the reason why is there, but then there's also a personal reason on the financial side too. Right. It's like, Hey, I want to build it so that I can leave a legacy for my kids. Like that's the reason I'm, I'm building it. Right um, you know, to be able to spend more time with them, you know, to, to, uh, to be more intentional with, with my time and, and all that stuff. Right. So I think you just kind of have to balance that and ask your question, ask the question why you are doing the things that you do, which I think a lot of times we don't do, which leads us down a path that, that maybe we regret later on. Yeah.
0: And I just want to pull something out of what you just said, talking about the legacy. You want to build the business to leave a legacy for your kids, not in the money that the business is going to give to the, your kids or whatever. It's so that you can have more time now Mm -hmm. we can have more time to give to them i think Mm -hmm. that's the unlock and the like that's the perspective shift that i've had to like have it's not about leaving them all the money it's about maybe creating money so that you can buy like at where says in his example so you you can literally buy your time back now before it's gone Mm
1: -hmm. yeah yeah Uh, um mm, no that's huge it's
0: uh yeah it's crazy it's tough out here man but we're gonna figure it out um <laughs> dude, I I I think that's a great place to put a bow on this. And um, I definitely want to have you back on down the road. I wanna, you know, as as TEDco continues to grow and evolve, I'm always following and um using the products and uh we're all rooting for you here at Dad the Man. So man, I'm just so excited that you made the time for us today. Um that was a really great conversation. That you know yeah, it was kind of fun. Sometimes I, I get to the end of these and I'm like man, that, that kind of felt like a therapy session just to be able to unload a little bit. And that's kind of what it felt like for me selfishly as a host. So I, I hope you enjoyed it as well. Um, where is the best place for
1: people to find you, follow you? How can we get in touch with Tedco? Yeah. Um, the, the best place is on Instagram. So just at the Epic dad Co. um, that's where we're most active. Um, shoot, shoot a DM. I respond to every single one. Um, you know, I'm, I'm the only one in the business right now. So you're talking to me, you're talking to the owner um and, and i make sure to try to be super engaging there uh, just to drive the relationship you know with, with the followers so um you know if you if you reach out you're definitely going to get in touch with me um and then uh, if you guys want to go check out the product line um you can just go to our website Is just theepicdad.com um, is the best place to find us there and, and uh, keep up with our journey Awesome. We'll link it all up in the show notes. And
0: I just, I just want to add it. You're a great follow the Epic Dad Company on Instagram. The resources are great. The workouts daily are great. Um, I found your page to be a good, uh, it it grounds me a little bit to see you out there working out in the garage with your kids and and just going through the struggle of them getting in the way. Like we were just talking through it. That really grounds me and encourages me and kind of lets me know that I'm on the right path and reminds me of what's the most important. So, dude, you're crushing it. Keep doing your thing. Uh, We'll do this again in the future. I'll drag you back on here one more time. Absolutely, man. We'll give some updates. So I appreciate it, Brennan. All right, brother. All right, everybody. That's it. Thanks for listening. And if you haven't already, do me a huge favor and subscribe to the show or leave us a rating and review. We can't thank you enough for your support. Until next time, remember to love and lead from the front. See you.